We'll also give you a recap, in fact, we're about to, of what went down with women's tennis in Gainesville on Monday afternoon. They got shut out, but a lot of positives. Remember when I told you on yesterday's show how much I enjoyed Emily Boy, who has gone from being the number one player for the Bulls to three and four in the lineup, and how she's one of my favorite student athletes, well, I realized never actually replayed that interview with her from the photo shoot. When you hear a snippet of it here coming up after the Gators-Bulls recap, you'll understand why I wanted to make sure you hear it. So you're going to hear from her, you're going to hear from Daniel Cantu, and in just a few minutes, some Elena Chinecki highlights, also a little bit of a, yeah, take stock in the women's basketball program as you're hearing this. We'll be getting ready to head to Dallas for tomorrow night's game against SMU. Yeah, it was a loss for the women's tennis team, and it was as lopsided by score of a loss as you can have, 7 to nothing. but... That doesn't tell the whole story. The Bulls went up against the number 20 team in the country, the Florida Gators, and frankly showed that they are going to be much better this year. One addition, and it's a big addition, Sierra Berry, the freshman from Texas. You can also see how it's going to affect the entire strength of the lineup for the Bulls. And speaking of strength, the ability to win the doubles point is enormous in college tennis. Basically, if you win that doubles point, you just have to split singles. There are six singles matches, and if you get that early one nothing lead, and you got to get to four overall points, yeah, you just got to go three and three. If you lose that doubles point, you got to win at least four of the six. Well, they, as I told you on Monday's show, we're going to have an issue with the Gators having two ranked doubles teams, and the Bulls actually challenged them. Lost the doubles point, but we're actually leading at number one doubles with. Emily Boy and the freshman Sierra Berry teaming up to have a lead on McCartney Kessler and Emma Shelton. 6-5. That is a big deal. The number two doubles match was pretty much set in favor of the Gators. Benty Spee and Marley Zane had Grace Schumacher and Margaret Timmermans won that one 6-2. And then the other one, really, this is coming down to the wire with both the other doubles matches, went 7-5 in favor of the Gators. But... Alexandra Miho, she's the experienced one, again teaming with the freshman, in this case from Great Britain, Kiana Mokhtari, they lost 7-5, to five, so it was on, and then you figured that the Gators would just roll through singles, and they had a couple of relatively easy matches, but overall, not that easy. At number one, very impressive showing by Kessler, defeating the Bulls' sophomore Grace Schumacher, who just had a tough Match up there, 6-love, six 6-1. Six but Barry playing against the number 34 player in the country, Zane, loses 6-3, six 6-3. Three, six three. Boy wins her first set against the 87th ranked player in the country, Emma Shelton, in a tiebreaker. Two other first sets went overtime, if you will, to 7-5, both in favor of the Gators. Now, give Florida credit in both situations. At number four singles, it was Spee, a freshman, Outdueling Laura Pelisse. Wait till you hear what the head coach of the Gators had to say about that match. 7-5 first set. And at number five singles, Mijos drops it to Sydney Berlin. Number six singles, Sarah Dahlstrom took care of Timmermans from the Bulls 6-3. All those lower rung matches, which count just as much as the upper rung on the one through six ladder, went decidedly for the Gators. 6-2, 6-1, and 6-love. Meanwhile, Boy, after winning the first set, dropped the second set. The match was decided, but they let it play out. They played a super tiebreaker. Again, that's just straight to 10 points instead of going for a third set. And give credit to Shelton of the Gators for defeating Emily Boy. The coach of the Gators, Roland Thornquist, check this out, said, We had to problem solve. You come out and you want to play a certain way. 
but for one reason or another, it's not working. You have to be able to change. I thought we had to do that on several spots because South Florida was coming at us pretty good. To our players' credit, we had some close first sets, but most of the time we were able to navigate through those. That then allowed it to open up in the second set. I mentioned, wait to hear what he has to say about what Laura Pellice, again, a very experienced player for the Bulls, was doing to Bente Spee on court number four. She said, I went to Bente's court and she was getting absolutely worked, but she was able to change what she was doing on the first ball and that turned the whole match around. All of a sudden she was running half as much as she was in the beginning and she was able to plow through it. So they made the Gators work, no doubt. Christina Moros, the head coach of the Bulls, says it's a tough mountain to climb to come into Gainesville and sneak away with a win, but I am so proud of the way our team battled. We played a very close doubles point right there with them in singles for a good part of the match. A lot of positives to take away into next weekend and a great base to build on for the rest of the season. Amen to that. The Bulls will go into a conference foe this weekend. Actually, they will play Xavier in Memphis Saturday morning, and then they'll hang around and play the Memphis Tigers on Sunday. That's the interesting thing about the American Athletic Conference when it comes to tennis, and I'm not sure how many other conferences do the same thing. Maybe this is just how it is. I'll find out from Coach Morris. She'll tell me, but I know the American does not actually schedule its matches. The teams get to do it themselves, and if you want to play everybody in the conference, you can. If you want to play nobody in the conference, you can. You're going to end up playing them in the conference tournament. They don't get seeded based on record. They get seeded based on the ITA rankings, and Boy, it's looking like the Bulls may be seated a little bit higher than they have been recently based on what we've seen. So, Emily Boy, I wanted to play a little bit of my conversation. Now, again, this was back a few months ago, and we never got around to putting it on the show. The fourth-year junior from Mauritius, and that's why I had previously dubbed her. Well, you'll hear the nickname. I think it should stick, but maybe it hasn't caught fire yet. Again, last year at one point, she was the American Athletic Conference Player of the Week. But after that, she would lose her next seven matches. We touched on that. I thought it was very impressive. With Mauritian clinician, that is Emily Boy. Of course, everyone calls you that. Or was, is it just me? Is it, has it not caught on yet? Mm, I think it's just you, Derek. <laughs> Darn it. All right. Well, um, it's just our thing then. Uh, first of all, before we get into tennis, let's talk about uh, what else you've been up to. I, I see your face in the press box. I don't know if you hear me yelling, yes. calling the soccer matches out, outside. That's why they put me outside. But <laughs> What are you doing there? I kind of have an idea, but it's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, sure. So I'm a senior, so I got the opportunity to do a marketing internship with the marketing department in athletics. And yeah, I get to work uh, all different parts of marketing for different sports in the fall. So right now I'm doing women's soccer, men's soccer, um, some volleyball, and then some football. Tell people, just give them an idea of how much goes on behind the scenes. When you're at an event, you're just watching what's on the field. Yeah. You're not hearing all the behind-the-scenes stuff. But there's a lot, right? No, for sure, exactly. I think as, as players, we don't even see like the behind the scenes and we just kind of oh cool everything's already set up when we arrive <laughs> but we have to be there two hours before the actual game starts and set up marketing tables and get things ready for the fans and for the athletes and it goes there's a lot that goes into it and it's actually nice to be able to see both sides and like to be an athlete and see everything set up for you already and then also having to work and do that for the athletes I think it's a really cool uh two-sided absolutely thing. it's like lights camera action sure. because uh you're, you're just thinking about what you're doing as a student athlete exactly. but but uh yeah that when when an announcement gets made over the pa system or whatever it is yeah someone's telling them what to say and the music as well for like the warm-up and the goals and the the walk-on and whatever it is so yes. uh last year 
uh, it was, again, always strong competition for the USF Bulls. For so sure. maybe the record wasn't what you wanted, yeah. but the com- competition had a, a lot to do with it. How, do you, how would for you sure. describe the team experience last season? Um, to be honest, personally, it was very, very tough. Um, I had a really good start of the season, and I also got Athlete of the Week for the conference and kind of took a mental battle after that, and it kind of just put me a, put me down a little bit, and it took a while for me to get out of that funk I was in. Yeah. So it was tough overall, like not only matches, but everything that goes around with it. And I think I was able to get a lot of help, and I'm really grateful for that, that there's a lot of opportunities that um, and resources at USF that can help you. So um, honestly, it's for anyone that struggles with mental issues, um, please don't be afraid to use any resources that are around. Uh, it really helps you not only to bounce back, but also to bounce back quicker and to get back in the game. So. Now I'm starting again this year, and I'm really, really excited, and I'm so pumped to uh, finish my final year with a bang. (laughs) Awesome. So, yeah. I'm glad to hear you say that. Can can you comment about, I'm guessing you might have talked to Dr. Lee a little bit. Yes, for sure. So Dr. Lee was a big part of my recovery, I would say, and also my coaches, and just having that open relationship with them and just talking and putting all your... uh, burdens out on the table and it helps you to have someone that shares it with you and Dr. Lee had a big big part to play in that so it's just tremendous anytime I see him he's always asking me how I'm doing and it's not just an act it is genuine and I'm glad to hear he's touched you he really really has a genuine care for every single student athlete well we care about you and look forward to seeing you even before tennis with the uh, internship good luck and thank thank you you very much much. get to root for Emily and her teammates in a little while we're still a bit from getting to the home part of the schedule, but there will be many, many opportunities. Again, they're on the road for two more this weekend. And then home Friday, February the 4th against UNF starts a string of eight matches in a row of their 14 home matches off to a one-on-one start after taking down FAMU Sunday and then falling in Gainesville on Monday. 